you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Good Morning Football is a production of the NFL in partnership with iHeartRadio. Big week coming up on NFL Plus. Before the draft, you can stream all the biggest pro days on NFL Plus. Tomorrow, you could catch C.J. Stroud throwing at Ohio State's pro day. Bryce Young, Alabama on Thursday. Will Levis in Kentucky on Friday. And then in Gainesville, Florida quarterback Anthony Richardson closes us out for the week on NFL Plus. That's on March 30th, uh, NFL Plus. Sign up now and learn more at plus.nfl.com. As we welcome you inside Good Morning Football live in New York City. It's Tuesday, March 21st. I'm Jamie Erdahl, Kyle Brandt waving at you, Jason McCourty waving at you, Tom Pelissero, my Minnesota friend turned nemesis. Right. Kyle, what do we got here? We got caps. We got all 32 teams. We're going to use them. We're going to put them on. We're going to make a segment out of picking quarterback questions, future questions. Do you think it's the Falcons, Bears, Cardinals? Let's pick any it. cap you want. Let's do it. Uh, no cap, all cap, whatever we're calling it. It's called no cap. Here's a reminder. The first 10 picks in this year's draft, the Panthers hold the number one overall by a virtue of a trade with the Bears that took them from the ninth selection all the way up to the top spot. Well, here we go. Kyle just said it. 32 teams on the table. And the dynamic is we get to pick a team for the topic that we're going to tee up in no cap. you got to put it on and stake your claim, make your argument as to why you think that team is the answer to the question. So first up, we saw the Panthers make the big move up to number one. Grab the cap of the team that you want to see make another big move up in the 2023 NFL draft. Don't even need to leave my seat. It's placed perfectly. I'm going to put the Texans cap on. Oh, I know where this is going. Roll the play. Roll the play. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why the Houston Texans are at the number two pick and not the number one pick. (laughs) Because you can have your Montana to Clark. I will have Davis Mills on a fourth and 5,000 throwing it into the end zone, inexplicably winning a game for the Houston Texans in the last week of the season against the Colts. I don't know how he didn't knock that pass down, Jason. I don't know how he didn't accept it. But I'll tell you what, that bounty that Ryan Poles has got for the Bears could have been in the Texans purse or satchel or what have you. They won that game, so they're number two. Right that wrong. Say we're not going to wait for our second favorite player. That sucks. No one wants to do that. Wait for your number one. That would be the ultimate righting a wrong and saying, you know what? We messed up. We're going to make do and we're going to trade everything, get that number one pick, and then we control our destiny like we should have. Mm. We knew you were going that route. You've shown that, that play, play as many times I as love possible that play. since it happened. Ah, uh, which hat am I going what do you want? with? I am going with the Las Vegas Raiders. That's the hat I am going with. I like it. Nice throw. Raiders, move up in the draft. They have the seventh pick right now. Go out and get you your future quarterback. You've already signed Jimmy Garoppolo. He's been in this place before. When he was with the 49ers, they traded up, they moved up, and they got Trey Lance, and they brought him to town where he could sit behind Garoppolo, learn, and then get his opportunity to start. Of course, it ended up being Brock Purdy, but this time around, he is comfortable with it. McDaniels can talk to him. Dave Ziegler can talk to him. You can move up. You can get the guy that you want. And to me, this only happens, though, as the first few picks start to dwindle away. Mm-hmm. 
The Panthers go out and get their quarterback. The Texans go out and get their quarterback. Or maybe it flips and they move up to one, but that's a whole other story. They go out and get their quarterback. And now the guy that you wanted is still there. You have a chance to trade up, move up in this draft, and go get the quarterback that you want to be Mm -hmm. your future. Mm -hmm. Raiders, get it done. I'm just going to play the percentages here. Do it. If there's one GM who just in any year you'd say he's probably going to make a trade in the draft, it's Howie. Oh. It's the Eagles. Go back through the recent history, okay? 2018, they trade down out of the first round. Ravens move up to number 32. They end up taking mm. Lamar Jackson. 2019 draft, Howie trades up, goes and gets Andre Dillard. 2021 draft, trades down, gets a future one, then trades back up to take Devontae Smith. And then last year, trades down with the Saints to pick up another future one. So once again, Howie Roseman's sitting there with two first-round picks. He's at number 10. He's at number 30. Everybody thought when they made that deal roughly a year ago with the Saints, okay, that's because they're setting themselves up to go get a quarterback in the 2023 draft. Mm -hmm. Then Jalen Hurts has an MVP-caliber season. Now you're talking about paying him. Maybe you want to go up and get somebody at a different position, one of those premier types of players. The Bears traded down from one to nine right in front of you. They might be sitting there saying, hey, somebody's going to follow us. All those quarterbacks are going to go. Don't put it past Howie. He's got the draft capital to do it, and he's always active as much as any GM in the league. I love it. It is fun to go with the team that the odds are ever in their favor that they're going to make a move. Something. Mm-hmm. To, mm-hmm. I, I want this team to give me something to talk about. It's been two months since this team got a new GM. And Rand Carthon, you're on the clock, man. Give me that right here, Titans cap. Service. Give me right that there. Titans cap. Oh, there it is. I was looking for a different color blue. Yeah, let's go. Um, Rand Carthon's sitting in Nashville now. Maybe he's watching the show. Maybe he's not. But he's sitting with the 11th overall pick. Mm-hmm. That's, could be labeled as like a boring pick, not a sexy one. Like, what do I do with this? Here's what you do with it. Trade up. Maybe with the Lions. Maybe land at six because we've seen the quarterback screen, all right? And we know what in the top six, what teams need a quarterback. There will be a quarterback sitting for you mm-hmm. at six. And probably won't be there at 11. Trade up to six, specifically that spot. I think the Lions could come down. I think the Lions have a great team. They have a quarterback because mm-hmm. I've had my head bit off when I cl- when I thought that maybe the Lions could go after a quarterback. Fine, keep your guy. Goff's your guy. Titans, make a jump into the top ten. Land at six. Maybe you have a Will Levis sitting around for mm-hmm. you. Doesn't have to travel far from Kentucky to go mm-hmm. to Nashville. You could play for the Titans as a quarterback because Ryan Tannehill, Malik Willis, and Joshua Dobbs, I don't know. I think you could uh, make your future in a quarterback. Trade into the top ten. Let's go. There we go. And plus Throw it back in the pile. Yeah, let's go. It's beautiful. Why not? Remember the Titans. Ooh. There we go. There we go. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Seven Nailed quarterbacks it. looking for redemption in 2023 after their 2022s didn't go as planned. Um, some have stayed put. Others have been on the move. Grab the cap of the quarterback that you think will bounce back best in 2023. Bounce back best. Broncos country, let's, let's ride. ride. Throw it. Yes, it is time to start cooking. Sean Payton is in town. He is your new head coach. He has gone out. He's got you some offensive linemen. Mike McGlinchey, Ben Powers. He signed a fullback in Michael Burton. He's also got Samaj P. Ryan to come out and take some of that effort, some of the pressure off of Russell Wilson to allow him to go out there and cook what he was brought to Denver to do. And I also, I think, for the Denver Broncos, for Russell Wilson, it's only way to go is up from last year. They struggled mightily off of what everybody had expected for them. So I think with Sean Payton there and Russ there, he goes out there and he has a redemption year. And we are back talking about him and the Broncos in this upcoming 2023 season. That's a big one. Let's go, Russ. That's a big one, baby. Yes. I'm on that one. Hit me with the Bills hat. 
I'll give you the Bills hat right oh. there. Your guy, mm. Josh Allen. 17. Didn't have, didn't have a huge fall off last year statistically. Not that much different than he's been in previous years. But he dealt with a really significant injury. It's a partially torn UCL. He had other damage. He was wearing a brace for a while. It wasn't really comfortable for him. It affected his mechanics. He was spinning it down the stretch, but there was a long stretch of time there where he didn't quite look like Josh Allen. Mm. Didn't need surgery. Full offseason to recover. Should be in better shape than he was at any point last season. You know he's going to be motivated based upon how last season ended. He's going to want to take that next step with this team. I think they'll have a chance to do that now that he can look like Josh Allen again. I asked him when the season was over. Cut the bleed. Cards on the table. Did you miss some throws because of that elbow? He wouldn't take the bait. But (laughs) we watched him, and that's just how Josh rolls. I get it. What do you got, Jay? We commend you for every week trying to get him there. He just uh, is under lock and key, that one. Sometimes. Who's your guy? Who's your quarterback down in South Florida that you like to talk about? To a man. Give me that to a man hat right there. Just picked up his option with the Dolphins. The Dolphins have been on the move in free agency. And it's not just on his side of the ball, too. I mean, the fact that Jalen Ramsey is there now in the secondary with Xavier Howard. They've got a year or two left. They just picked up his option in Tua Tungavailoa. Yeah. Listen, the narrative behind this quarterback is is rough, and we feel for him because Tua is talented. He's shown us what he can do. Unfortunately, what he can't do when he's off the field is not his fault. He's suffering concussions, and it's taking him out of the game, and it's creating this buildup behind him of whether or not he's going to be on the field for the Dolphins. If this guy can stick around for 15, 16, 17 games, this team would be unbelievable in the NFC East. AFC East, excuse me. They just signed Mike White as a backup, which I thought was a fantastic pickup for them because that's somebody who already knows what's happening within their division. Tua, you can do it. Stay on the field, my friend, and uh, you can have yourself a hell of a 2023. I like Mike White. I hope we don't see one second of him. Yeah, right? You know I mean, yeah. like that, that's going to be one of those big things going yeah. into that season about, like, oh, please, God, keep Tua out there because the team is so cool and mm-hmm. they're so fresh. The whole AFC East is hot. And I'm just going to go for it, guys. I'll just I'll pull from the headlines right here. Here we go. Oh. Um, Rogers once said in the very Rogers way, uh, you know, I, I laugh when people say I had a down season because a down season for me is a career season for a lot of other guys. And everybody's told, I mean, it's a great quote. Talk to you, please. Pat, everybody went crazy. Um, fact is, Garrett Wilson last year had the worst quarterback play in the NFL, objectively, and he won rookie of the year with the worst quarterback play ever. He beat out Kenneth Walker, a thousand yard rusher. He beat out Brock Purdy, who was a Disney movie and outplayed Dak Prescott in a playoff game. And it went to Garrett Wilson with rough quarterback play. And now you put in the most accurate passer to ever take a breath of oxygen in the NFL. And they're going to go to Garrett Wilson. I think Rodgers is going to light it up. I don't know how the hell they're going to make the deal happen. <laughs> he may not get there until September. But when he does, I still believe in him. I still think he is the best to ever play. And uh, once he gets those guys, they're going to go nuts. And I think he likes that people think he had a down year or is washed or is pushing you forward. I think all that stuff. We'll get into it in August. But until now, I'll go with the Jets hat. And they swept the rookie of the year conversation. They could have had Brees Hall as a part of that, yes, too. I know. It's a remarkable team. Hey, will you toss Pelissero that Texans had again? Because now he's got to talk about what they've been up Here to in free brother. agency. Tell us what, what's going on with the Texans. Texans are doing what they usually do this time of year, which is seeing where the bargains emerge and signing guys to one-year deals. They did a couple of them yesterday. First off, tight end Dalton Schultz, formerly of the Cowboys, who is headed to Houston on a one-year deal worth up to $9 million. Schultz was on the franchise tag last year with the Dallas Cowboys. His numbers went down a little bit, but he also was playing with a pretty significant injury. It was a PCL sprain. Yeah. It really hampered him. He had to wear a brace for a good chunk of the season. 
should be healthy now going into 2023. That whole tight end market kind of cratered out. There were not guys who got paid. You saw a lot of one years yes. for Mike Kosicki, among others. Schultz is only 26 years old. Good opportunity for him to see a ton of targets in Houston get back to market. And then they also signed running back Devin Singletary, formerly of the Bills, one-year deal up to $3.75 million. They got Damian Pierce in the backfield in Houston, but this should be the complement there. Always want to have multiple running backs. They're certainly going to run the football a ton with Bobby Slowick coming from San Francisco, oh, yeah. running that offense under D'Amico Ryans. Both those guys should get a ton of action. Very good. And with the hat on, too. That's, That's good, a pro's pose. Backwards. You're, like you're big with the hat toss. Mm-hmm. I like it. I think we have to officially... What are, you, what are you picking for over there? I just have some questions about New Era to, to design oh. for them. It's just interesting. So a lot of the teams have AFC or NFC. They have the conference sure. on here. Sure. The Atlanta Falcons just have ATL. No conference whatsoever. Uh-huh. I don't know why. Yep. The Jets have the year they were founded. It's kind of the fun of these hats is that each one has a special little piece of spice on it. Jaguars, like, why doesn't it say AFC on Jaguars, but it does on another AFC team? I don't get it. These things are so fun to look at, though. Great hats. Great hats. Great. No cap. No no cap. Colts have AFC. Why don't Jaguars? Jason, answer for this. I just love that you noticed it. The Dolphins have, like, we should chart them all down. Is it possible it was just a typo on the Falcons hat? Somebody put it and then they got the hats. like, ah! I would hope not. One job here. I don't understand. So we'll get into it. If the folks at New Era have any answer, I'd love to do it. It's kind of like the magic behind it. You leave those hats next to Kyle long enough. They'll come up with something. I know. I'm I'm making making TV. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. The great prince once told Oprah Winfrey he lives in Minnesota because it's so cold it keeps the bad people out. Minnesota A is a new game. We have two good people here. They are over to our right. You are looking at two Minnesotans right over there. That is Tom Pellicero representing the Edina High School Hornets. Mm. Tom and his competition representing something insufferable called the Breck School. Jamie (laughs) Erdahl, the Mustangs, two Minnesotans. Guys, we're going to engage in Minnesota combat, head-to-head, multiple-choice questions. Jason, who looks incredible, just all decked out. I got my KC chic on, and we're going to ask you guys Minnesota-related questions. Some will be about the Vikings. Some will just be about Minnesota, and we'll see who is the proudest Minnesotan. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'm excited. I'm going to take on this cake eater. Oh, all right. Let's go. We already have our first hockey movie reference. Here we go. Without further ado, write the answers on your whiteboards. We will see who is from Minnesota and who is... Not. <laughs> which Viking, which Minnesota Viking, this is recent Vikings history, yeah. which Minnesota Viking had the longest receiving touchdown of the 2022 season, this past season? Justin Jefferson? Was it KJ Osborne? Or was it Dalvin Cook? Mm. I encourage you not to look at each other's answer as the longest receiving touchdown of this past season, which was a very successful one for the Vikings. Who had the longest receiving touchdown? You guys live and breathe Vikings, Minnesota. I'm sure you know this one. This is an easy <laughs> question. Jamie Erdahl, what is your answer? I always think I'm going to get tricked. So you're trying to bait me with Justin Jefferson, so I'm going to go KJ. KJ Osborne? Okay, oh, Jay Osborne. Go with C, Dalvin Cook. Tom Pellicer goes C, Dalvin mm. Cook. 
And the answer is Dalvin Cook. Oh. Tom Palacero strikes blood. It is back in their week 15, the historic comeback. Yes, yes. Oh. Oh. Indianapolis, <laughs> oh my God, a 64 yard catch and run touchdown. We had two journalists here who were literally in the building. Erdogan, are you already shook? You were yeah. there. I was standing right oh, there. No. Just, too yeah. excited to remember that moment. Yeah. So. You know how I know we got Jamie? Because she's already trying to get into the mind games of you're trying to trick me. Jamie, just focus on yes. Minnesota and you'll get home. And you'll Never get mind me. Right. Jason. After one question, Tom is up. One to Jamie, zero. Let's get to number two. Thank you, The famous Mayo Clinic is located in which Minnesota city? You guys know all about the Mayo Clinic, I assume. Yes. Is it A, Bloomington, B, Madison, or C, Rochester? Jamie seems very confident in her answer. So does Tom. And you both give your answers, and you're going with C, Rochester. Okay. And the answer is... See, it is. Okay, all right. Founded in 1864 in Rochester, the Mayo Clinic has grown to become one of the top medical facilities in the country. Join patients from around the globe coming to get the best care possible while also performing the highest number of transplants in the country. Something that you both are very proud of. Isn't the Mayo Clinic uh, practice center now for the Timberwolves? Isn't it? That's true. They are the sponsor of the practice facility. Yeah, exactly. This segment has heart. Extra credit right there. Two one. All right. We're going to draw from this very show. Oh. During his 2021 appearance on Good Morning Football, Vikings legend Chris Carter likened the Bears starting Justin Fields too early to A, sticking a toothpick in the brownie bat, brownie platter, B, sipping the coffee before it's brewed, or C, biting the Pop-Tart while it's too hot. Chris thought that maybe Justin Fields shouldn't be out there. Knowing the Vikings, knowing a legend like this, which did Chris go with? The brownies, the coffee, or the Pop-Tart? Mm. I'm going to go with A, sticking a toothpick in the brownie platter. Okay. I'm going with B, sipping the coffee before it's brewed. Is that when we were in London when he was on? I think it was the season prior to that. Oh. But he had a lot of takes on Justin Fields, a former Buckeye. And Uh one of those takes what... When you stick the toothpick in the brownie and it comes out wet, it is not ready yet. Tom Pelissero, A is the answer. Carter was weighed on Justin Fields. He went off and off on it. They did not. They got him out there. Jamie Erdahl, let's look at our official scorekeeper. Three to one. And I'm going to say this ahead of time because I usually cheat on this. The last question of this segment will be worth two points. Or as many as it takes for me to catch up. Sometimes I do that, but I'm just going to do two or Tom's going to knife me. Go ahead, Jason. Question number four. Jamie, this is a big question for you. You need this. Which Canadian province does not share a border with Minnesota? Is it A, Ontario? Is it Saskatchewan, B, or C? Say that again, Jason. Saskatchewan? I love it. It's not Saskatchewan. It's not a bunch of Sasquatches. And Manitoba. 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 Incredible, Jason. C. Saskatchewan. Don't say it like I say it, but just go A, B, or C. Amazing. Tom is ready. I have a beef with these questions. This is it's we I thought get you might. that it's <laughs> I get that it's Minnesota adjacent, yeah. but it's feeling too adjacent. I want to bring it back to the state, but continue, I think it's A. Is it? We're what's trying the to find a way for you to get points, and the answer is oh. B. Tom, how do you say oh. it? Oh. Ontario touched Minnesota. B. How do you say B? Oh, look Tom? here it is. Saskatchewan. Saskatchewan. Yeah, but you guys didn't know the answer. Minnesota shares a 547 wow, mile border. Are you kidding me? With Manitoba <laughs> and Ontario. Large. Look, guys. Also, is you're is, so worried about inside Minnesota? Look mm-hmm, around mm-hmm. you. Is Saskatchewan? Right there. I'm not even going to finish that. We're both from that little little loop right down there. The red dot? That's what we're trying to do with them there, yeah. 
Which is you not tell me really... you guys have never had beers up in Crookston? <laughs> <laughs> That's never up there no, in Beer Chief River Falls? Not a frequent visitor? Historic high school hockey up Is that right? Mm. Oh, I like where Tom is like, where does Ontario touch this? It's 500 miles <laughs> yeah, of that, border. Is that? All right, three to one. Thought that three was else. to one. Um, it's my chance to mispronounce something. What is, how do you pronounce Eli, Ellie, Ely. E-L, what is Ely. it? Ely. All right, here we go. Born in Ely, Minnesota, Jessica Beale spent more than six seasons on Seventh Heaven. What oh, was her character on. Mary's favorite sport? There you go. Jamie is already dancing. <laughs> Tom Pelissero, I'm going to go to you. Was it A, football, B, basketball, or C, volleyball? What did Mary like? B, basketball. Oh, Clutch. She hit her answer fast. Clutch. Jamie, it. would you like to announce the answer? It's B, basketball. It is B, yeah. basketball. Jamie's crestfallen. She's so Ooh. disappointed. Her dream was to be in the you WNBA put, someday. Can put hockey in there and try to throw him off the scent? Come on. Put, I was thinking yeah. volleyball. Next time. Next time. We're going to move on to the next question. Probably on me, Jamie, on that one. Oh, there's, hello. There she is. <laughs> Lovely lady. Started. Great thespian. Great actress. I'm glad we had pictures of her. Yep. Now, uh, of okay. course, a uh, family woman. We love yes, that. Yes, of course. Now, which Vikings running back holds the NFL record for most rush yards in a single game? Mm-hmm. A, Adrian Peterson. B, Chuck Former. Or C, the great Robert Smith. Rushing yards in a single game. Jamie's erasing her answer, so Tom. Well, going to I'm start doing it for you. the name of the game, Kyle Brandt. Tom, what do you got? I'm from Illinois. It's Adrian Peterson. <laughs> Tom, I'm like 296 in a game. Okay. This is Extra not. Credit, Jamie, Tom. Jamie, stick with well, us. No, 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 no. I had A. She had A. Kyle I saw Brandt she had gets A. very mad when we answer the same <laughs> yes. answer over yes. and over again. I have documentation, according so. So I was trying to again. I stop looking at this man. <laughs> Trying to go with B to go just to, to be different. Booth on this. Just to be different. I had A, and I'm like, you know what? I want to be right and not just trying to make good time. <laughs> well, let's see what the answer. The answer is, of course, it is Yay! A. Adrian Peterson. Bonus points for the how, how many yards did he rack 296. up? 296. Right. Jim, you're still in it. You're down two. You're still win this. the standing record against the Chargers back in week nine in 2007. Adrian Peterson, AP all day, getting it done against the Chargers. 2007. All right. Man. Here we go. This is worth two points. If Jamie were to tie, we will have a tiebreaker later in the show. Here we go. This is the important stuff. Which fictional Minnesota town is home to Rocky and Bullwinkle? Is it A, Frostbite Falls, B, Dinkletown, or C, Radiator Springs, I believe they were a moose and a squirrel. Yes. Which town did they live in? This is a two-point question, which means Pelissero gets it wrong, Jamie gets it right. We have a tie. For drama's sake, I want Jamie to go first. Jamie, where do they live? I am hoping. I I have have no idea. I am hoping they live in Dinkletown. Okay. She says B, Dinkletown. Tom Pelissero? A, Frostbite Falls. Neither one of you went Radiator Springs. I must tell you, they live in Frostbite Falls. Tom Pelissero, Jamie, I'm so sorry. Do He's not right break, there. Do oh, not no. break the white right. over. Do seven, not break seven, the white Jamie. Right. No, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, it felt good. She had her Tom Izzo moments. Jamie needs an MRI. Do, oh. She's speechless. Do we need the blue tent? Our, our, oh, my gosh. Oh, oh. Jamie. We get the replay? Wow. wow. Workers comp. Hey, guys, oh. gift that. Make that into one yes. of those gifts. Oh. You have to get on that stuff. You go into your shower feeling tired. 
But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day. And smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Welcome back to Good Morning Football. We have a special guest, Northwestern defensive lineman prospect who hopes to hear his name called exactly 37 days from today in downtown Kansas City. Please welcome to the show, Adi Tamiwa Adabore. Thank you guys for having hey, me. Ad- really appreciate it. Yeah. Hey, no problem. No problem. Adi Tom, I've been practicing your name all morning long to make sure I got it right. So I'm excited and I hope that it got your approval when I just said it live on air. Was it okay? Did I do a good job? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I love it. And even if you lied, I appreciate it. (laughs) The draft is coming to us from Kansas City, your hometown. What would it mean to you to hear your name called next month? Yeah, that would truly be a blessing. You know, growing up in Kansas City, always having the dream of, you know, hopefully someday taking my talents from Northwestern, you know, to help me get drafted uh, in front of my city. So it would just truly be amazing. Let's take it one step further. Peter Schrager, who's on our show a lot, um, is one of the guys at the table, said your combine performance might vault you into the first round of the draft. Your hometown Chiefs are sitting there with the 31st overall pick. Your name might be called, but what if it was to go play for your hometown team? What would that mean? I mean, that would mean everything. To be from Kansas City, to get drafted in Kansas City, and then to play for the for the Kansas City Chiefs, I mean, that would be unbelievable. But obviously for me, I'm trying to get picked up by a team that wants me. So whoever wants me, I'd be, you know, I'd be just truly, you know, excited to play for them. Tommy, let's talk more about the combine. Your 40-yard dash was a 4.49, good for the fastest 40 by a player to weigh over 270 pounds mm. since 2003. You ranked in the top percentiles of both the vertical and the broad jump. Uh, two-part question. One, were you made in a lab? Two, how much do you feel like these measurables translate to your on-field performance? All right, to start, answer your first question, maybe. Um, and then second, uh, yeah, I think absolutely with these type of numbers, especially as a defensive lineman, uh, everything's about power, speed, you know, and just being tenacious. So I think those numbers uh, definitely correlate w- with my play. I think they do. Tommy, I want to ask you this. You were talking about how thrilled at being from Kansas City and getting drafted in Kansas City. And it would be a dream to get drafted by Kansas City. What if you were drafted by the Raiders, Broncos, or Chargers, and your job was to chase Patrick Mahomes with your 4-4 speed? How would you handle that? I would absolutely love it. Absolutely love it. It would be a dream. Well, you were also a team captain at Northwestern there at Evanston alongside offensive lineman Peter Skoronsky, who's projected top 10 pick. So you guys must have gone at it in practice. How were your reps against him in Evanston, and how they prepare you for the NFL on Sundays, you think? Right. I mean, Peter is a very extremely talented offensive lineman, great feet, great balance. So having that kind of caliber player in practice every single day has definitely made me a better player. So just going at it with him, you know, it always, you know, brings type of a certain type of energy for me because I know the type of talent he is. Yeah, I love that. And 
talent going against talent, the cream always rises to the top. And uh, lastly, Tommy, your parents are from Nigeria and your family is royalty. Please tell us more about this. Yeah. So like my grandpa is a king in this uh, town in Nigeria and my dad's a prince. So that makes me a prince. So, you know, as a child, my dad told me that and that was really cool to hear. Prince. Yeah. So does that mean, I mean, you should petition maybe when you get drafted to just be like the so-and-so team with this picture just takes prince, the prince. The pr- yeah. Just the prince. I right. think that's what you got to go <laughs> that's for. That's a nickname. What if the Vikings draft and then Prince comes back to Minnesota? Like Let's that, go. That, then we got something. Now here. you need a sack <laughs> celebration, though, that goes <gasps> along with the nickname, the prince. So we just giving you a lot to think about. Definitely. Definitely. Really appreciate it. <laughs> I appreciate you, Your Highness. <laughs> Sire? Is that what we said? I don't know. That's awesome. It is really great to Your meet grace. you. Your grace? Yeah. Good dude. Awesome, man. Thank you. Yes, sir. Thank you. Our next guest is ridiculous. He had the fastest 40-yard combine time of any defensive tackle in the last two decades. Mm. He is one of the top pass rushers. The guys are crazy at this point. They are. They're, they're running too fast. This guy included. Please welcome to Good Morning Football from University of Pittsburgh, Kalijah Kansi. What's up, Kalijah? How you doing? What's going on? How you guys doing? You, you're going on. You're going to the pros. We can't wait to talk about you. And let's just start. Birthday gift to yourself. You celebrated birthday number 22 on March 1st. The next day, you celebrated by absolutely cooking a 4-6-7-40 as a defensive tackle. Did you have a goal for what you wanted to run, and how would you describe your performance at the combine? I want to say, I want to say, as I was training, my goal was to hit 4-6. I kind of, I kind of want to aim for um, Aaron Donald numbers. I, I know he had like the craziest numbers. For defense to tackle, so that was my goal to just compete at his level, and I and I kind of want to say a four six or four six eight or under was was my goal to hit. Wow, four six seven. A guy you mentioned was Aaron Donald. He's a guy that obviously went to the University of Pittsburgh, and already you've been drawing comparisons mm-hmm. to Aaron Donald. So let's take a closer look at what you guys look like side-by-side, side, oh, your numbers, mm. and how they kind of compare to one another. Aaron Donald also, he works out at Pittsburgh. And let's see this. He came out in 2014. Obviously, you're coming out this year right around the same height, same weight, 467, 468. Like, what are they putting wow. in the water in Pittsburgh <laughs> that you guys are this big, running this fast? But he works out there at Pittsburgh in the offseason. What was it like the first time that you got a chance to meet this guy? Man, I thought it was crazy. He was just walking walking around like he, he was on a team. And, uh, and a lot of guys was already used to it, but it was my first time seeing him. And I'm like, man, it's the guy I just seen on TV. And then I, <laughs> I finally interacted with him, and, and ever since then, man, he's been a great mentor, great, great guy, great big brother as well, and he's always here to work. Now, when you first meet him, do you ask for a picture? Do you ask for an autograph? Or do you just kind of, like, play it cool and act like you've been there before? And it's just like, no, nah, it's just Aaron Donald. This is my guy. All right. When I first met him, I had to get a picture. Uh, I didn't know that he was he was my size, so I'm like, man, I gotta get a picture with this guy. Look at them. And then when I seen him again, it was just I was just playing cool, like I already know him. We was all right. But every uh, up until this day, I still like try to play it cool, but we still end up talking. 
I love that. And especially to see a guy your size dominating on the next level, I'm sure it gave you a lot of hope and inspiration. And you've also watched a lot of tape of other guys, Javon Hargrave, Grady Jarrett, Quentin Williams. Explain how Aaron Donald, along with this, these guys, play a large role in your game and how you've dominated on Saturdays. I think those guys do a great job at showing that smaller defensive tackles can play at this level. I think they do a great job with their, their hands, um, being quick, having twitchiness, and then just making plays, being, a, being a, a disruption on the field, just causing havoc in the backfield. And I think they kind of paved the way the way for guys like me and, the, and my size. Well, several of your Panthers teammates have played in the NFL, and that includes some current Steelers, quarterback Kenny Pickett among them. Describe Kenny Pickett as a teammate, how, even though he's on the other side of the ball, potentially, did he raise the level of your game? And you had any good stories in terms of you guys going at it during practice? Man, Kenny is a great, great player, great teammate, great big brother. He's a great guy. Um, every, I want to say every practice, if, if the offense didn't win, we wasn't ending practice. Kenny is a great competitor. Like, every day he wanted to win practice. So we'll, we'll go extra, extra team periods if Kenny didn't win. Kenny always wanted to win. Elijah, I'm curious, actually, the uh, Pitt Panthers and the Steelers, they share facilities. You guys have a lot of overlap, and it's a lot of the reason why Mike Tomlin liked uh, Kenny Pickett so much coming out of college. How influential is it to have NFL guys, Mike Tomlin, pro guys walking around every day in terms of you setting your sights on playing in the NFL? I think it's an advantage that we have here at Pitt. I think it's, it's, it's awesome. We get to see guys that's, that's where we want to be at. And, um, guys just coming in, giving us the motivation to to do what they they have did, walk the path that they've walked already. And I think that's just a great that's a great thing that we have here at Pitt, being able to see the guys at the pro level do it and then being right up under them. I think that's awesome. All right, Klaja, that was my one football question. Now it's for, now it's story time. Get in there. All right. Mm-hmm. So in our research, we found out that there was a group of women growing up that wildly impacted the trajectory of your football career. You started out as a running back in youth football, but then the candy lady showed up at the local park that you were playing football at. In particular, Miss Morgan impacted your young football career more than any other person. Who is Miss Morgan? Who are the candy ladies? And why are we talking about them before you get drafted in the NFL? (laughs) Candy ladies played a, a great a great role in my career. I want to say thank you to all the candy ladies that I shopped with before in the past. Uh, Miss Morgan is a is a lady. She stayed in the complex, the same complex as my cousin, who who house I spent a night to weekends after my my games on Saturday. And if I had a good game, and if I did good, I was able to go spend some money with the candy lady and eat as much snacks as I want. And after my first year playing football, I spent too much time at the candy lady over the break. And then I got moved to defensive tackle. (laughs) (laughs) What is the candy selection? I mean, what were we what were we indulging ourselves on? Skittles, hot Cheetos, Reese's Cup. Yes. Snickers, Mm -hmm. everything. Honey buns. Yeah. (laughs) You guys don't take me. Elijah does not discriminate. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> do you think when you go to the pros, they'll have to be like the carrot ladies? You're like, do you have to change it or you just keep rolling in? Like, how do you do that? Lean chicken ladies. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't think I'll be able to eat those type of things anymore. Mm-mm. 
Well, who knows? If you've seen what DK Metcalf eats, it's ridiculous, <laughs> and he's still one of the best players around. So you do you. In the meantime, we love you, and we love your personality. We love the way you play. We want everyone else to love you, too. Right now in 32 different team facilities all around the country, they are watching the show, and they are watching you as they decide who they're going to draft in just a matter of weeks. Look into the camera right now and tell NFL GMs why they should select Kalijah Kansi in the first round of the 2023 NFL Draft. NFL GMs should select Kalijah Kansi in the first round because I'm nice off the field, but I'm nasty on the field. <laughs> That's the best pitch ever! Great! Not an ounce of fat on it. How good was that? We have seen hundreds of these over the years. That was the shortest, and I also think the best. That was excellent. Kalijah, you're a great Thank dude. You. Keep beating your Skittles, keep running over linemen, and we'll see you when you're in the pros. I'll see you guys. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. You go into your shower feeling tired, but as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you.